Welcome to the DadCast Podcast. I'm your host, Lavelle Lamonnier. Now, as a Christian man, a husband, father, grandfather, business owner, professor, and proud U.S. Army veteran, I've gained some unique perspectives on life's issues. So as a result of that, this podcast is designed to give a dad's perspective on everything from A to Z. I'd like to give a big thank you to our sponsors, writeitout.tech, where you can get all of your academic writing needs met, and by Lamonier Photography, where we see the world through a different lens. Let me also give a great big shout out and special thanks to my lovely wife, Dr. Gabrielle Lamonier, who is the co-creator and co-content manager of this broadcast. What up, party people? This is episode four of the DadCast podcast. And listen, today, oh my goodness, I can't even wait to get into it. We've got fire today. It's going to be lit. Let me see what else I can think of from some hip-hop jargon. Um, I don't know that much of it. So let me get right to the point. We've got a treat for you today. This episode is entitled PMS. Please make it stop. Before we get into that ultra-important topic, let's start off with our financial tip of the day. Let me throw this little disclaimer out here. I'm not an investment broker or a financial consultant. I'm just a dad who follows the market and has a background in accounting, finance, and economics. So these tips are purely speculative. Now that that little bit of business is done, let's talk investment knowledge for just a minute. I've had several people ask me about how to get started in the investment market. Here's my advice. Before you actually go out and make your first stock investment, try this. There are some stock market games that allow you to play or invest in the stock market using virtual money. The stock information is real, but the investments are purely recreational and cost you absolutely nothing. It's just a good way to learn the stock market approach. There's an app called the Wall Street Survivor. Wall Street Survivor. Download the app, register for free, and set up an account, and then start investing for fun and for knowledge. Another good one is called How the Market Works. Same premise, just a little different setup. There are a few others out there, but these are a few that will get you started. Happy investing. Now it's time for that great dad joke of the day. I took my eight-year-old daughter to the office on take your kid to work day. As we were walking around, she started crying and getting very cranky, so I asked her, what's wrong? As my co-workers gathered around, she sobbed, Daddy, where are all the clowns that you said you worked with? <laughs> all right, all right, it's a dad joke. Funny to some, not so much to others. And now here's our inspirational thought of the day. We get our thought today from the great Chinese philosopher Lao Tzu. Be careful what you water your dreams with. Water them with worry and fear and you will produce weeds that choke the life from your dream. Water them with optimism and solutions and you will cultivate success. 
Always be on the lookout for ways to nurture your dream. All right, folks, maybe you want to call this unhinged, unfiltered. We've got we've got something special for you today. Now, we've had a lot of good episodes so far, but today we are diving into the deep end of the pool. Remember this topic, PMS. Please make it stop. Now I've got to, I've got somebody in the studio with me that I don't I don't even know where to begin about how to introduce this person. I could call her my ace boom coon. I could call her my ride or die. I could say she's my yin and my yang or the cream to my coffee. To me, she's the most beautiful girl in the world. My bestie, my travel partner, and my wife. Everybody, help me welcome Dr. Gabrielle Lamonier to the studio. Hello, everyone. All right, all right. Now, folks, if you're listening to this, you might as well buckle up and hold on because we're going to talk about something that I don't know. I don't know really how to even approach it, (laughs) but I know that it's real. Guys, if you're out there listening to us on this episode, especially if you're married, man, you want to turn the volume up right now, get your notepad out, and get ready to glean some of this knowledge because because this this is some this is some real stuff right here, don't you think, honey? It is very real, especially in this house. <laughs> so just keep it real. <laughs> but we are going to talk about PMS, Lord, Lord, Lord. <laughs> now, um, you know, when we get into this, let me give you a little background, a little bit of st- statistics here. Premenstrual syndrome. Everybody knows what it is, but let me give you this official medical info on the topic. More than 90% of women say that they get PMS syndromes. Symptoms, I'm sorry. Some symptoms are severe enough to miss work or school, while others have milder symptoms. So what exactly is PMS? According to womenshealth.org, it's a combination of physical and emotional symptoms that many women get after ovulating and before the start of their menstrual cycle. Researchers think that PMS happens in the days after ovulation because estrogen and progesterone levels begin falling dramatically. Now, if you're not pregnant, PMS symptoms go away within a few days after a woman's cycle starts as hormone levels begin rising again. And and you guys know all about this. Some of the symptoms that go along with this can be um, constipation, diarrhea, bloating. Let me say bloating. Wait, you didn't hear me too good. Bloating. (laughs) Uh, Gassy feeling, cramping, headaches, backaches, clumsiness, lower tolerance for noise or light. Our spouses, they didn't have that. (laughs) That wasn't in the notes, but I can tell you from firsthand experience, low tolerance for spouses. For people. And spouses. (laughs) (laughs) Happens pretty regularly. Now, there are some emotional or mental symptoms that go along with this. Irritability, hostile behavior, feeling tired, sleeping problems, appetite changes, Tension, anxiety, depression, feeling of sadness, mood swings. Golly, all of that? All of that. Mood swings, mood swings. Let me say it in my DJ voice. Mood swings. Mood swings, yeah. And less interest. Uh Uh-oh, hold on, guys. It's not you. Less interest in sex. Yep. That's one of the emotional symptoms that goes along with it. 
So let's talk about it, honey. What do you think? Well, first of all, let me just say thank you for allowing me to spend some time with you and talk about this subject that definitely uh, plagues our home monthly, at least uh, these days, a little bit more often as I'm getting older. Uh, I appreciate the fact that you find ways to attempt to tolerate me uh, during those times because uh, starting back at probably 12 or 13, I began to um, experience these symptoms early. Uh, my symptoms uh, are mostly cramps, but based on your feedback, I realize that I've got some of those, the swinging and the irritability and those things as well. I do know, and I've always known that during that time, I prefer not to uh, put myself in the midst of people uh, that often when I'm having that issue just because uh, my tolerance is low. So based on, again, the feedback that I received from you, I realized that it can be even worse than I ever even realized. So I think that in order to cope with that and to stay married uh, past a menstrual cycle, it's important that these conversations occur, that the spouse uh, talks about how those things make him or her uh, feel during that time and what coping mechanisms that can be put in place that allow both people to coexist uh, during that time for and, and to be mindful of the fact that there is not a lot that the person who is experiencing it can do about it. Yes, there are medications uh, on the market that lessen the effect, but I have yet to hear or see uh, anything that totally removes the effects of PMS. Yeah, and that's a big thing. And, and, and guys, you know, we're, we're making light of it a little bit, but it's a serious thing. And some of you out there listening may be dealing with this on a regular basis, and you're wondering, man, what do I do about it? Like, how do I make it past this? And like she said, still be married, still be in a relationship, still have a job, still go to school without jumping on people. All these things that come up during this period in a, a woman's life and in a relationship. So as we, as we talk a little more about this, my wife brought up something interesting to me. I went and I, I did some research on it because I, frankly, did not believe it. I can't believe you didn't believe me. Goodness. Hey, she is the one here with all this education, 15 degrees on the wall, and she'll be quick to tell you that you can trust, but what? Verify. Trust, but verify. That's right. So I had to go out and verify. I trust her, but I had to go out and verify. Now, there is something out there that is known as a male period. A male period. Are you guys hearing me? What? Is there really such a thing? According to Healthline.com, go look it up. Like women, men experience hormonal shifts and changes. Every day a man's testosterone level rises in the morning and falls in the evening. That's important to understand, ladies, about men. It rises in the morning. So he's upbeat, he's ready to go, he's roaring, ready, just on fire. In the evening. At 7 o'clock in the morning. Say it again. Telling jokes at 7 o'clock in the morning. That's right. I wake up popping them out. I got a joke for you. <laughs> you think the dad joke is bad, you ought to be around this household on a regular basis. I'm cracking jokes all the time. Doing my little dance when I can't dance. All those kind of corny little things we do in the house with our spouses. So uh, in the morning, testosterone levels rise. In the evening, they fall. 
Testosterone levels can even vary from day to day. Some claim that these hormonal fluctuations may cause symptoms that mimic the symptoms of PMS, including depression, fatigue, and uh-oh, mood swings. Come on now. Mood swings. Come on, somebody. I got to say it again, mood swings. Come on, somebody. She gets moody, guess what? I get moody. And you all, I tell him every month. <laughs> I say to him, and this is before I even read it, it's just me, the same way that he analyzes my emotions and what's going on with me that time, I realize that he has the same heightened sense of nonsense or of inability to tolerate some things during that time. And so I say to him, sometimes when it gets really bad, and typically it's in the morning, apparently that's when his... Uh, testosterone or estrogen no, is it, what, <laughs> testosterone. testosterone testosterone is highest uh, so on, on the way to work it's just something minor will can lead to just like a blow up that requires somebody to apologize and I always say to him I could swear you're the one that has a period mm-hmm, whatever that's just what you say but what does health.com say it says healthline.com and it says that men can experience symptoms that mimic PMS in women. As a matter of fact, this guy, Jed Diamond, he has a PhD, he's a psychotherapist and an author, and he coined this term, irritable male syndrome, IMS, hmm. similar to PMS. Hmm. And, and what he said in his book is that some symptoms of IMS are vague and have been suggested to include fatigue, confusion or mental fogginess, depression, anger, low self-esteem, low libido, anxiety, and get this, hypersensitivity. What? In men. What? Guys, we've been putting the finger, pointing the finger at women since Eve came on the scene. I'm sure Adam was down there saying, you tripping, girl, you need to stop. Probably was. And what, what's, what's going on? We've got to realize that both the man and the woman have a, a, a piece in this cycle that they have to deal with. At least they could, because not every woman or every male obviously was, um, uh, has to deal with PMS or IMS, uh, which is this new term that we've learned. Uh, it is, I, I don't know the percentage, but I would say that it's probably a high percentage, but some people, uh, lucky uh, to them, have the ability to go through these cycles and not experience uh, the worst case scenarios that plague our home. So, and and that's the thing. Um, the statistics that I looked at said ninety percent of women have these symptoms. Um, for the ten percent that don't, hey, enjoy it, <laughs> enjoy the ride. You know what I'm saying? But for the other ninety percent, husbands out there boyfriends, partners out there trying to make relationships work. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, and what you run into is that everything's going along good and you, you don't always see the telltale signs before it arrives and that equals a blow up. Am I right? Well, I, don't, I don't necessarily know that you, Lavelle Lemonnier, doesn't always see them because you typically tell me that it's my time before I know it's my time. The issue that we face in our relationship is that 
uh, I, the reason why I say to you, you must be having something going on with you as well, is that your tolerance level drops. So you're aware of the things that I'm about to go through because obviously I've started to do things that demonstrate to you that after all these years, the cycle is about to come back around, if you will. And But your um, whatever's happened in, in your mind, in your brain, the, the um, serotonin, the test, testosterone, whatever's going on in there uh, is, is limiting, limiting your ability to tolerate uh, the things that are happening with me at that time. So you know that they're happening. Uh, you just can't always allow yourself to be um, not mindful, but just um, sympathetic or empathetic, whichever it is. I think it, could, it should be empathetic now that you know that it's something that you uh, <laughs> that you may be having as well. Uh, so you don't always express or show that sympathy uh, for me. Just and, and basically what we're hearing now, it may be just because you just can't. I mean, that not that you don't want to. It's that, hey, something is going on with me too. So now, uh, how do we coexist in this and not kill each other? Well, let me tell you this. You guys know you've been listening to these episodes. The last thing I ever do on this episode, on any of these episodes, is preach. But let me just drop a little pin right here and say, if we go all the way back to the beginning, just this little point, in the book of Genesis, God said male and female, he created he, them, which indicates that both the male and the female had symptoms or tendencies that were both male and female in each one. So a woman can be dominant at some time. She can have that alpha uh, personality. She can be strong-willed. She can also be sensitive and timid and vulnerable. But guess what? Men can be the same way. And so since we know that both man, the man and the woman have these things inside of them, if we're going to make relationships work, we've got to try our best to identify and to cope. So what she was saying earlier is interesting because she gets this hypersensitivity to smell and to clutter during that time. Just before the cycle starts, she wants to clean the kitchen. And I've been saying, I'm looking at it like, oh, it must be that time because you don't walk past this stuff. For 25 days. Don't act like the dishes are in the sink 25 days. What I'm saying is, <laughs> if there's a dish in the sink, she'll walk past it for 25 days most of the time. And who washes them? We both wash the oh, dishes. Okay. We, we both okay. stop in there and get the dishes. I just want to make sure the people don't think our kitchen is dirty. No, no, our kitchen is clean. You come over anytime, we got you covered. Hey, we're, we're in good business. But then she starts to sweeping. She wants to mop the floors and and then she's wiping down the, the stairwell and the handrail and I'm like uh, uh, alright <laughs> but then something else starts that emotional side of it kicks in and Gabrielle turns into Gabby and she wants to be kind of kind of kind of close a little bit hey honey Look, she, you guys ought to see this smile on her face. She over here just cheesing away because she knows, you know, we we land in the bed and she slides her little foot over, start rubbing my, my leg with her foot. I, I, yeah, it's time. It's time. She, yeah. Hmm. That ain't even her. Cut it out. <laughs> we going to spill the beans today, bro. But look, you guys are probably dealing with that too, right? 
I see somebody shaking their head. I can see somebody listening to this broadcast right now saying, man, I'm right there with you. We got to deal with it. We got to find ways, man. We got to recognize that, hey, this thing is about to start. And I now I don't even got to put myself in a position where I say, hey, we're both about to start. And so we got to, instead of letting a clash, it's okay. I mean, everybody who's listening to this and you're in any kind of relationship, you know you have disagreements and you people get on your nerves. And during this pandemic season, you've been cooped up in the house. You can't go anywhere. People getting on your nerves like nothing. But we got to recognize it. And then we got to say, okay, let me pull back a minute. And let me see. We got we to gotta be rational. Guys, let me, let me say that your ego and your pride has to be pulled back for you to recognize that there is an issue that needs to be dealt with tenderly. There are times when you can be strong and you can be manly and be the man's man, but there are times when you have to show your emotions and, and be vulnerable and allow your spouse to understand that you understand what they're dealing with. You're coming at it from a different angle because, right, this podcast is, I forgot to say this earlier, a dad's perspective from A to Z. So I just want to drop that on you right quick and let you know this is coming from a dad's perspective, but we cannot have a dad's perspective without having a mom or a mother or a woman's perspective uh, coupled with it because that's what makes us whole, right? So, honey, let me throw a little, few little questions out there. Um, when you know, when you, when you recognize, because sometimes it just comes on and... We don't recognize it. But when you recognize that you're being hypersensitive or uh, more emotional than other times, does it register or what do you, what is it, how do you go through that mental part of it? What happens um, during that time? Actually, I don't ever really recognize that I'm, I'm going to do these air court quotes doing something different. Um, that typically comes from you. Uh, you typically bring to my attention that there you go, doing something different is the way you tell me. Uh, I know that I like to um, hang out in my room. I like to watch Ratchet TV. It gives me an opportunity to decompress to, and look at things and look at what's going on in the world and, and remind myself of, of the way that I don't want to be. Uh, so that is something that I do on a regular basis, just, you know, hang out in there when I'm not studying or when I'm not working or walking or doing something for you or mom. And so it's not uncommon for me to do that. But the difference is, is that uh, what I do know is that when that time comes, I would prefer to be in there alone. Uh, so the longer you stay in your study, the better that is for me. Um, don't really know why, because when you come in the room, it's not like you're going to like do anything necessarily that's going to bother me. Uh, no, I take that back. Every time I am going through the cycle, you like to play. You like to touch. You like to harass me. Like I'm like, why do you pick today to harass me? Why are you talking about me and the fact that I put my foot on you? You like to touch my head. You like to touch my belly. Things that you know I don't like. You do that, and you think that is just the funniest thing in the world. Well, guys, uh, I got I got a way out right now. I can't help it. It's IMS, <laughs> right? 
Right? You guys no. out there just throw your hands up and say, it's a high mess, honey. No, he's picking. <laughs> he enjoys picking. And not to say that he doesn't pick with me all of the time, because he is just the biggest goofball ever. Um, but it seems to me that it's heightened. Like, he he takes that opportunity just to harass me. Because uh, what I see is different is that when I say to him, uh, stop, you know, on a regular basis, he'll just probably just go on about his business like you figure, like, I don't want to be bothered. But seem, it, it, I could be wrong, but it just appears She's wrong. that during that <laughs> three to five days when he knows that that is going to get on my last nerves, like my mother would say, he is just on 10, just picking, just picking, picking and dancing and acting silly and, you know, doing the, he might be doing the, the get on the floor and do a snake. You just never know what this dude is going to do. Uh, but yeah, so I, to circle back around to your question, I don't always know. Um, 90% of the time, I don't know that something has really changed in me. But once you bring it to my attention, like I said, I, I become aware of it. And I try to put myself in a position uh, where I'm not... Uh, going to cause any problem for anybody else. So I, you know, I listened to this lady said who says on, on her uh, thing, if you're not, uh, go have yourself a good day, and if you don't, don't go messing up anybody else's. So that's that's what I try to do is uh, make sure that I'm not putting myself in a situation where I'm gonna mess up somebody else's day because I am not feeling well. All right, guys, let's let's talk turkey for a minute. Guys out there listening, um, and maybe you're listening with your spouse. Maybe your spouse is listening, and she's going to bring it back to you, whatever the case might be. Here's the thing from a dad's perspective, the way I look at it. So um, I know, like she said before, she knows typically that the pre-cycle symptoms have begun. Um, and what happens is that maybe some of you guys out there can relate. I am a creature of habit. And so I'm typically um, fairly consistent about the way I do things. I change up every once in a while, but most of the time I just do things the way I do them. That's a man thing. Could be a man thing. Look that up too, and you'll come back and say, tell your people. She told me. Could be IMS. Could be my military background. It's a man thing. Could be a man thing. But men... If it is a man thing, we do it on a regular basis and subconsciously we expect to get the same response all the time because we're doing the same thing. But that's not the way it works. And we've got to recognize that. One day I could be walking through the house and I could just start doing the electric slide or something and I'm doing it completely wrong. And I'm on the one and three instead of the two and four. And she's cracking up laughing at me like I'm just the biggest jokester in the world. The next day I come in and it was funny the day before, so I'm going to go for it again. This time I overlooked the symptoms saying to me that the cycle is about to start, dude. So you got to back off. So I break out in my little dance again. And she looking at me like, Negro. But the, but the issue is, what you're leaving out is is that it won't be the same thing that you did the day before. It'll be the electric slide 2.0. So if I don't <laughs> laugh, as soon as you do it, you will get in my face and just keep on rolling your body and just doing whatever and touching me in between, uh, doing whatever you think you need to do to try to force a laugh 
instead of realizing that it's not funny today. So she said a key word. She said force. Remember, guys and girls think differently. What is force to her is just trying to be, I don't know, consistent to me. So some of you guys out there, you know, we're not relationship experts. We might write a book about it one day, but we're not relationship experts. But what we do know is we know how to make this crazy circle work. Yeah. Every day, every month, every year, we keep coming back around, and guess what? We're still here. Yeah, thank God. And... Because of that, there are some things that we can learn from each other. You guys out there listening, I'm sure I can learn something from you, but I got the mic today, bro. <laughs> so you got to learn something from me. So um, we, we heard a little bit about how um, she feels. We heard a little bit about how I feel. We talked a little bit about how PMS affects relationships, but maybe we could dig a little deeper. Some people can get into it, go all the way to 10 in an argument during a cycle or during PMS, and can make decisions that impact the rest of their lives. She's shaking her head, folks. We've had some knockdown drag outs. I'm not talking physical. I'm just talking about verbal confrontations. And I'm sure both of us in that moment felt like Man, take the keys, throw the towel in, it's a wrap, this don't make any sense, I ain't dealing with this. Some of you guys out there have probably been like that too, but guess what? You went a little bit further, and you said, I'm done. And you acted on, I'm, I'm done. And maybe you lost a relationship because of it. Maybe you lost a friend because of it. It doesn't always have to be a husband and a wife. Maybe you said something to an employee that you should not have said. Uh, remember that this PMS thing extends outside of your home. Uh, when, you, when, a, when a woman goes into their car, onto their jobs, all these emotions um, go with them. All these pains, the cramps go with them. Everything that goes, everything goes with them. They, don't, they can't like pick it up and put it back down. Uh, which is one of the things that I try to um, remind my husband. It's like, I can't control this. This is not, do you think that I want to have these issues like every month? I, If I could do without this, I would. And the only option that I understand to in order to do that is go lay on an operating table and allow somebody to remove parts of your body. Uh, and that which for us I is am not, not <laughs> I am not in favor of that. Keep the knife to yourself. Yeah, so, so decisions of any kind. Uh, made during this time. My husband often has to tell me, uh, this is not a good time. I tell him, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not doing that anymore. I quit this. Or I, just yesterday, and I'm not even, this is not even my time, but just yesterday, I called him and said, that's alright, I'm quitting again. And so he just laughs at me, uh, typically. But if if it's during that time, he'll say to me, "This you probably need to wait three or four days uh, before you make a decision about this or that uh, because it's just not the best time. Or uh, for me, I am a shopper uh, and that's another way that he knows when I'm getting to because the packages start arriving at the door Amazon <laughs> 1 at the door Amazon 2 at the door Amazon 3 at the door so yeah these things you know but, but the thing that she mentioned is that I'll say to her something like um, um, you know you may not want to make that decision right now 
for some reason, I don't know, it's, it's intuitive on my part, whatever the case might be. In that moment, I know to just drop that little nugget and leave it alone. She can, I, I think she can attest to this, that I don't typically harp on it during that time because I know what it's directly related to. Guys, you got to be sensitive, man. You got you to gotta put yourself in a position where you, you identify and you react accordingly. And listen, uh, sometimes, a lot of times, oftentimes, and this happens on both sides uh, of the spectrum, people just want to be heard. Don't always assume that because someone is sharing their feelings, emotions, um, the things that they're dealing with on that particular day, that they are looking for advice. Uh, sometimes people want to be heard. And so even though that is advice that he's giving me, he's not trying to force anything upon me. He just reminded me that, hey, you know, this is a time when you can be hypersensitive. And so, and he doesn't even say it in that way, but just him saying, hey, give it two or three days. You know, he, he varies the way he delivers it to me, but most of the time it is, uh, holler back at me in three days and then we'll talk about it. Let me know how you feel then or something like that. Uh, so just just be mindful that sometimes, whether we're talking about PMS or not, when somebody's just uh, emotionally drained and they're just uh, needing a place to uh, or a person to serve as an outlet for that that emotion, that listening uh, goes a long way. Yeah, that's important, uh, guys. We've got to learn how to be good listeners. That's relationship one on one, right? Doesn't matter what you're talking about, what part of the relationship. If we don't listen. We don't hear. And if we don't hear, we can't do. Man, I ought to coin that. That, that seemed like something that needed to go down in a book, bro. Like to me, baby. You own it. I can't even say it again. Let me say <laughs> You got to listen so you can hear. And if you don't hear, you can't do. Man, that's deep right there, bro. You need to be writing it down in your tablet, homie. Hey, but you got you to gotta put yourself in a position, like I said over and over again, to create an atmosphere that allows for peace. That's the biggest thing because confusion will cause anger and anger will breed into you saying something, she saying something and you know trying to pull things back, whatever the case might be. The reality is that we just gotta put ourselves in a position to be in the most peaceful setting that we can do. So um, we're navigating through this thing. It's a slippery slope, let me say it like that. You can teeter one way or the other very easily. You can tilt the, the wagon over real easy if you move off balance. I've said in some of the other podcasts, and I, I think it's a mantra for my life, that we've got to find balance in everything that we do. We can't do too much of anything because if we get it out of balance, then it doesn't work. Relationships are the same way. You've got to find balance for it. So, um, Last words, honey. What do you want to say to the people out there listening all across? We got four countries listening, people all over the U.S. listening. What do you want to say to them? I want to be like Pence was last night. I want to take part of my time to respond <laughs> uh, to what you just said uh, before I go on with the final comment. And, and that is, is that... No, have a comeback game. Have, make, make sure your comeback game is strong. So he just talked about uh, the slope being very slippery, and you could go either way. My husband is the best 
person at recognizing uh, and sometimes it's not even his fault but he just knows i'm stubborn and so he is going he's the icebreaker and so that's his comeback game his comeback game is strong at getting us back to um a place of peace in our household this whole notion of or thought or thing that was in, ingrained in most of us not to go to sleep angry uh, my husband tries to live by that and sometimes i just say okay and i'm still mad and i go to sleep because he won't like not let me uh but for the <laughs> most part he is that's his comeback game so i'm just saying to, to fellas and to ladies uh, if you know that you have done something or caused someone to feel some type of way and you did not mean it uh, or you did not mean for them to receive something in the way that they received it, make sure that your comeback game is strong. Be the bigger person is what I'm saying. Or be the person. It's not about being bigger because if it's your fault, it's your fault. Uh, receive that. I'm working on that. Let me just be clear uh, because this is an honest program. And so I'm not going to. I, I've already said once that he's really good about that and I'm not so good about it. Um, because sometimes when I'm mad, I just want to be mad. And so I need. That's another thing that for another day. But I need time uh, to allow my feelings to, to feel what I feel. And that's a woman thing. Women are emotional creatures for the most part and that's a woman thing so uh comeback game strong and then finally uh based on just the the you know ending up this my feedback on this conversation um i just say that you know i appreciate the fact that we've had an opportunity to discuss this uh to come into some insight that i feel like that will help us in our household uh, as well as those that, that are listening. Um, and if, you know, you need more information about it, I, I think that the internet is a wealth of information that will help you to see uh, that this is not something that a woman is doing just because she wants to do it. That uh, these emotions, these feelings, these uh, the, the chemicals that um, get out of balance in our bodies during this time is way beyond our control. It's beyond the control of Advil or Motrin or anything that you see. Uh, running across those tables. Even I talked about, I alluded to uh, a hysterectomy, if you will, but even that, uh, I've heard women who have had that still have, uh, when it's time for a cycle, they have hot flashes, which I has to, I, I know when I'm hot, I'm not the best person. Uh, so tip, so I would uh, stand to bet that when a person is having a hot flash, that they're probably a little irritable or have the possibility even to be irritable at that time. Not necessarily, because I hear people, oh, I'm having my own personal summer. Uh, that's typically what a woman says when she's flashing. So, yeah, guys, just just know that, you know, we love you today. We love you tomorrow. We love you 28 days or 21 days or whatever that cycle is. When we come out of those three to five days, seven days for some, we'll love you even more uh, when we come around. But just be patient. Uh, I would like to make it stop as well. When he said, please make it stop was going to be the title of this. I, I first, I kind of turned up my eye at him and then I was like, you know what? I would like to make it stop too. So yes, please make it stop. Thanks for having me. All right, honey. Thank you so much for helping us through this important discussion. Fellas, listen up. Important relationships in our lives take a lot of cultivating. So I'm saying to you today, put in the work and you will reap the rewards. Peacings and bless to everyone. I'm out. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the DadCast Podcast. We look forward to hearing from you. Please send in your comments and questions, and we'll be sure to cover them on air in the very near future. You can reach us on Instagram at DadCastPodcast, 
and on Twitter at DadCastP. You can also email us at comments at DadCastPodcast.com or you can go to our website at DadCastPodcast.com. If you've enjoyed this show, please share it with your friends and family and also subscribe to our podcast on your listening platform so that you can get all of the information on our upcoming episodes. Thanks again for listening, and I look forward to talking with you on our next